you guys, Abigail here, and I am so excited to talk to you about today's topic. You have heard about it, I talk about it on my social media a bunch, but today I really wanted to spend a 15 minute fill up breaking down one of my most used, my most popular, and my most taught tools, Nasser, which is, I will break down the, I will break down this acronym here in a second, but first I wanna talk about what Nasser is. It is a tool that you can use literally hundreds of times a day by the moment to truly shift from a breakdown to a breakthrough. So I'll go ahead and break this acronym down now, which you can take notes if you want. If you're driving, obviously don't do that. You can um, whip your journal out later and listen again. But Nasser, the four letters is N for notice, A for acknowledge, S for stop, and R for redirect. So we're going to go over these four steps in depth. But before we do that, I want to explain like what Nasser is, what the heck for, what's the benefit. As you can hear it, notice, acknowledge, stop, and redirect. If you use these four steps in sequence and all four of them, it will truly be a huge benefit from when you're really struggling to shift out of a negative or scarcity mindset. And that can creep up on us anytime, any day, any trigger can bring it up really quickly. And so I love using this tool to empower people to live a better life and to do this really on their own. So I teach it in my coaching constantly and then I help my clients master it through my 12-week programs. Um, I have a five-week program that's only really for clients who come back to me because if if there's coaches out there selling you like, you know, six-week programs and blah, 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 it, oftentimes it's not enough to truly shift what you have going on, what you've had going on for decades. So I work with people like 12 weeks and longer because it's so, so important because you've got to truly reprogram your subconscious. And you've had however many years of the other way and now you need practice and continued support to not only um, shift and like discover new tools, discover new habits, but then integrate them. And so I love supporting people through that integration process. And so we are going to dive in about why Nasser, why take this tool into your life every day? Number one, being able to shift out of a scarcity mindset is super freaking powerful. And to be able to do that on your own is badass because oftentimes it like even myself, I'll struggle with a breakdown and I actually get on the phone with my coach or a colleague or a friend, whatever I know is going to support me in that process. But the more you do this, the more powerful you become and the more quickly you can shift. So sometimes like, what used to trip you up, maybe like someone calling you a name or having an opinion or a stupid comment on Facebook, like that used to like send you spiraling. You can Nasser these little things. And then I like to say with my clients, like, 
coaching is taking the little swings for the big swings in life. So you get to practice and practice and practice and the better you get at it, the better you get at it. So you can apply it to the bigger breakdowns in life. And This is really great because, like I said before, our ego always comes creeping in and when we're beginning transformation, we don't even realize how much our egos run our life. It can be shocking. And so this is such a powerful tool because then you can even see what you start to notice is that your ego is running the show and that's what you actually um, are noticing and then nassering. So we're going to dive into the four different steps. I will break it down, but Before I break it down, I have one more thing that I want to say. You cannot skip any step. People try to do this. This is why I spend 12 weeks teaching it to my clients to really help you guys understand why this is so important and why not to skip a step. So notice the first letter of Nasser is to notice. Now I'm going to walk you through my own example and we'll, and you can apply this how it fits for you. So when I was beginning to shift from like girl to woman, one major thing that I noticed was that if I don't get my way, I throw this temper tantrum. Now, That whether it is internal or external, like no matter how obvious it is to the people outside of me, um, I certainly know that it's going on. And the way that it would normally look from the outside is annoyed. I would wear annoyed all over my face. Like you would just be able to tell and I would try to drive people away. But really this was me throwing a temper tantrum about not getting my way or, you know, let's say I I didn't get as many clients as I wanted or I was um, scared, nervous, frustrated, whatever. I would start to throw this temper tantrum and I would be really resistant. And depending on the circumstance, I would be like really unreachable. I would look checked out. So I had to start noticing this and and it was awkward, but it was also very obvious to me once someone pointed it out and I had a coach say like, you are not coachable right now. What is this temper tantrum about? And so we started to really hone in on this whole temper tantrum thing because I really like, I got the world of it. Oh, okay. I look annoyed. I check out. I stop talking. I get quiet. I um, walk away from the conversation. I get on my phone. Those are all things that I had to start noticing so that I could shift it. But I didn't ever really see it until I had it reflected. And that, my friends, is the power of a coach. You don't know you do shit, (laughs) really. Like, you don't know the way your language, you don't wreck it. Like, we don't have to be responsible for it because when we're existing in an untransformed world, an unconscious world, we're all out there walking around unconscious and just being our survival mechanisms. And so it's not until you enter consciousness, a mindful uh, mindset that you truly then begin to actually notice the things about yourself and notice your different ways of beings and your default mechanisms that do not serve you, right? So here I am noticing this temper tantrum, noticing this little girl showing up, 
And then I had to start acknowledging it. And the most powerful, powerful way to acknowledge something is out loud with your voice in and putting words in the air in the in the world. Okay, so I started doing this and at first, when I was a little bit scared about it or unsure about it, I would excuse myself from a conversation or a setting. I would go to the bathroom and I would stand in the mirror and I would acknowledge it to myself. Like, you're being a brat. You're being self-centered. You're only focused on yourself. You're getting quiet. You're checking out. Like, or I would say, like you, I would be talking to you in the mirror or like I would say, I am doing this thing. And I got so good at acknowledging it that I would then start doing it in front of people, like in mid conversation, I would say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What you said, like just triggered a thought and then a whole train of thoughts. Like, and I kind of stopped listening to what you're saying. I'm really sorry. Could you go back and repeat what you said? And people would be like, uh, okay. Like, you know, it was new, but I started to know myself and notice myself so well that I could also acknowledge it so well. Now this was powerful because it also sparked kick-ass conversation. It it sparked really authentic conversation because eventually I would just say, Oh, there I go doing that thing. I do where I act annoyed because I'm not getting my way. Or like, I would literally just say what is happening with me. And you know, it had me feel so understood by myself and by other people because people can see what's happening with you. And we just, but they're untrained. So they don't know how to call you out. Like some people do. Some people are really good at it. Like, Hey, what's this bullshit? Like, why aren't you being yourself or blah, blah, what's happening? But as a coach, I have like, I'll ask people like, Hey, what's this whole like lone wolf persona you got going on? Or what's this whole blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Oh my God. Yeah, I totally do that. They didn't know they do that. So I get to support all other people in discovering what there is for them to notice, which is super freaking cool because I just love the work that I do. So acknowledge, be able to notice what's going on with you and then speak it out loud. Now you can speak it out loud to yourself, to them in the mirror, or once you get good at it to other people, all of it is very, very effective. And then the third step is stop. I love joking, but this is very true. It's like the best coaching I can give you. Just stop. Knock it off with whatever it is you're doing, right? So for me, it was the temper tantrum. I would get annoyed. I'd get triggered. I'd throw this temper tantrum. Then I would acknowledge it. Then I would have to choose to stop doing that thing. So I would say, all right, I'm stopping. I'm giving up this temper tantrum. Like it's not serving me. I don't choose this. I don't really want this. So I would stop right then and there. Or I would one other way, because not everyone's great at stopping. It's like a freaking freight train, really. But I would give myself a time frame in which I was going to throw my temper tantrum. Meaning 
I would say, okay, for another hour, I'm going to be a fucking brat. Like I would, it, depending on the circumstance, right? Like if I'm at a party, I'm going to try to turn it off quickly. But if it's like I had a sales call and it didn't go my way, like really bad. And I had my hopes up for it. And like, I want to pout about it. I'll say, okay, for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to go take a break. I'm going to get outside maybe go rollerblading. I'll go sit in the sun. I'll call a friend, whatever, but I'll allow myself the time and then choose to stop. So if you have that willpower to stop, stop, do it. If you need a time frame to start slowing the train down and then come to a stop, then do that. But you got to choose to freaking stop. It's got to be a choice. You don't wait for it to wear off. You won't. You'll run through the negative dialogue. So just choose to stop. Next and last is redirect. Now this is powerful. And again, I'm going to say it, insert this tip again. You have to go through all the steps. You can't just notice and then redirect. People try, every client freaking tries to do it and it doesn't work. You have to walk yourself through the damn steps, okay? Sorry, I'm cussing out a little bit extra on this one, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling powerful. I want you to have your best life. We're gonna go a few minutes over in here because this is worth it. You are worth it. All right. So redirecting. Redirecting is not about being a magician, a mantra magician. Like I choose love. Like I love those too. And sometimes you need something a little bit deeper, a little bit more powerful, a little bit more meaningful. If that mantra, I choose love really means something to you and it will shift you by all means, honey, use it. But what I notice is more powerful in redirection is represencing your deepest commitments right? So for me, my deepest commitment is authentic connection, being freaking real. And that's my commitment. And you know what? If I'm too busy throwing a temper tantrum, there is no way that I'm authentically connected to whoever or to myself or to what the heck I'm doing, right? And so that is one of my deepest commitments. So I will redirect. I am committed to authentic connection. I am committed to my life being joyful. I am committed to unleashing the hearts of this world. And I am doing it right now. So the next powerful redirection is I am statements, not I will, not I'm gonna, not I'm kind of thinking about maybe someday doing it. I am, right? I am making a difference. I am recording a podcast that reaches 20 something countries all over the world with thousands of downloads. I am doing it right now. So, so what that I didn't get the client today? So what that I didn't, don't have a million downloads today? I'm doing everything I know to do to have that be done someday. It's okay. That's for the universe to work it out. I got to keep showing up. I got to keep creating. I got to keep being authentic. I got to keep connecting with my people and keep loving up on them. And that's what I'm doing. And I am so clear about that, that 
shit ain't going to stop me. No temper tantrum, no one comment, no shitty review, none of it. And that's what I want you to get about you. Nothing's going to stop you from your deepest commitments. So quit acting like it is. Quit acting like anything's going to take you off track and get yourself back on track with Nasser. This work, if you are so ready to be unstoppable, unshakable, unquakeable, and unapologetic about who you are, boo-boo, then you already know it's your time to shine. It's your time to live unleashed. And it's your time to call me, okay? So we're going to wrap this up here. I want to thank you for spending a few extra minutes with me. I absolutely love you. It is time for you to live your heart unleashed. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like a wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality. 